The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Well, hello there. It seems you've stumbled into an episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. I think this is episode 161. Uh, Anyway, uh, suddenly I'm sick as a dog. I've been having these bizarre bouts. Uh, I cleared up, I thought, pretty good yesterday. I was able to do the Rob Saul show, and then, bam, it hit me again today. And uh, so I couldn't finish what I was going to do for the show. Um, uh, you know, I was taping another uh, night-night story, and, uh, well, it's only halfway done, so I won't be getting that done, so... Uh, but fortunately, uh, there's some pre-recorded material that I can use, Nelson News, and even a review of the, uh, most recent episode of Fear the Walking Dead, which is somehow appropriate, I guess, because, uh, I feel like the Walking Dead. (laughs) Um, so, uh, yeah, the news, oh, the big peace summit with, uh, North Korea, well, that's all well and good, but uh, it has to deliver. Uh, I so uh, the the idea of people opposing it, thinking he's giving up too much already. No, <laughs> so I mean the war games can be restarted at a moment's notice. That's not a, a big concession, but it uh, it's part of the the making the deal. And uh, we'll see what North Korea does, if anything. Uh, this, there's been back and forth all along. Nothing quite like this as far as, uh, you know, I mean, it's just it's just a photo op. So, I mean, it was never, you know, such a public meeting and all that. And elevating him at least to what he wants to be on the world stage as if he's just like any other uh, uh, leader of a nation. Uh, instead, he's a murderous psychopath, and that's another problem. Um, I don't expect Trump to slap him around <laughs> on the camera or what have you, but uh, let's back off on, on the charm language, and uh, that's just that's just not good. And I wish he uh, wouldn't do it, but, well, there it is. Uh, it, it's possible there's more going on that we don't know just yet and that would be great uh some theories was that uh pompeo literally threatened to go to war in north korea to the chinese and so the chinese said well you you better step up and deal Uh, i i you know it's possible yeah but yeah who knows so uh another theory of course was that the nuclear facility that they promised to uh to uh decommission uh was already devastated because of their uh you know, uh, bad means of running things that it just exploded on its own. And the, it was, you know, inside a mountain. And so it collapsed and probably God knows how many North Korean workers were probably uh, buried alive in it, you know, uh, but that's just another 
day in the life of uh, being in North Korea, I guess. But uh, so uh, they probably don't have the wherewithal to rebuild a facility like that. So this puts them in kind of a bad position where they might have to deal uh, anyway. So, but um, I would caution uh, the celebrations. Now, of course, you got the left, which is just losing its mind. So apparently now they want to go full nuclear war because <laughs> if Trump's for peace, then, you know, I'm against it because, you know, hashtag resist. So there you go. Yeah, you know, and get and really happy that uh, Robert De Niro bravely went f through uh, in front of a, a, an anti-Trump crowd and professed his desire to have sex with him. Oh, no, wait. He meant it as an insult, right? Yeah. So there you go. That's uh, your week in review. Uh, oh, well, yeah, but the Trump deal, uh, just because the left is acting stupid, and they always do, that's not much of a victory. And uh, I, I know it's 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 so easy to enjoy their squirming, but um, this deal's got to deliver, and uh, it's a it's it could be turn out to be quite a terrible thing that uh, you kind of made out with a murderous psychopath and got nothing for it. So uh, let's hope for the best, and uh, but prepare for the worst. Okay. Uh, Boy, uh, let's get with the uh, pre-recorded stuff. This is stuff that was recorded for my YouTube and BitChute uh, videos. Say, why not head to one of those, you're probably more familiar with YouTube, and uh, subscribe to my channel and uh, like some of those videos. If you just can't bring yourself to go to my stores and buy a t-shirt or a coffee cup or a hat or something, uh, then... Uh, you know, you might want to check these out, like, and subscribe, and uh, who knows, maybe one day I could actually earn some spare change off of that. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, it sure would. Because if I can, uh, then I, maybe one day I can actually hire some animation people to do real cartoons. <laughs> so, uh, it's just a thought, you know? Yeah, sure, why not? Anyway, so yeah, that's what I've got. Some Nelson news for you. And, of course, uh, a review of Fear the Walking Dead. So, uh, let's get to it. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Woman kills her husband while he beat the family cat. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Oh, woman put the life of her cat before that of her husband when she pulled a gun and fatally shot her husband, who was beating their pet. Police were called to the home at 13217 Fall Manor Drive in Texas at around 6.45 a.m. for a shooting. Dallas police said that the 47-year-old suspect, who was identified as a white woman named Mary Harrison, admitted to shooting her husband, Dexter Harrison, who police identified as a 49-year-old black male during an argument. The victim was transported to Presbyterian Hospital in Dallas, where he was pronounced dead. The suspect was transported to Dallas Police Headquarters and was interviewed by detectives with the homicide unit. Harrison was provided with a Miranda warning and voluntarily waived those rights by agreeing to speak with detectives, police said. During the course of the interview, she admitted to her role in the offense and confessed to shooting the victim. She has been arrested for murder. Harrison is being held on $100,000 bail. Neighbors said that the couple had recently moved into the neighborhood. 
They said that the couple's cat had disappeared recently. Mary Harrison, who loved the cat, posted signs for the missing pet. The cat eventually returned, and when her husband hit it, she shot him. Well, <laughs> I guess that marriage just wasn't the cat's meow. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Next time on a special, My Brother's Keeper. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, Earl, uh, your daddy's old house is haunted. It's haunted today. Damn it, Daryl. I'd be mad at you if I thought you were disgracing daddy's memory. But I have to realize you're too stupid to know any better. How the hell you know daddy's haunting his old place? Yeah, well, we were working on the bathroom. I was here by myself. I kept hearing creaks and noises didn't make no sense, and I said, Daddy, is that you? And I swear I could hear his voice. What'd he say? He said, of course it's me, dumbass. Who else could it be? <laughs> Why the hell would Daddy appear to you and not me? Uh-huh. Now, I don't really believe in all this supernatural hocus-pocus voodoo BS, but... Even I must admit, there are some things I cannot explain. So, I figured we'd look into this, because as it turns out, my old buddy Bubba James from the Army is an expert in the paranormal science. So, I'm going to let him be the last word on this after he does his investigation of the old house. Yeah, yeah, Bubba James will show you. He got all that equipment and stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, believe in ghosts and spirits and all that. I mean, come on. How do you explain certain strange things? I mean, it's like uh, every now and then I lose my keys <laughs> and I go looking for it all over the place. And when I end up finding it is right back where I left it. <laughs> I mean, how does that happen? You tell me. <laughs> I bet Bubba James going to find out. <laughs> uh. My name is Bubba James. For the past 11 years, I have worked in the air conditioning and plumbing business. And on the side, I am what you might call an amateur paranormal investigator. Since the sciences just will not recognize this science, it is uh, very difficult to get any kind of certification or what have you to uh, claim any kind of professionalism. But for the past five years, I've been actively investigating certain paranormal incidents and for a small fee, I will investigate your property to determine whether or not it is indeed haunted. Hey, you see, Bubba, this door here, it, it, it's always swinging shut and open on its own. I mean, what's the explanation for that one? 
Well, Daryl, I looked at that one, but it looks like you got a case of some loose hinges, so that door's just gonna swing on its own, and I think that pretty much debunks that theory. I don't think that's any evidence whatsoever of paranormal activity. <laughs> God damn. Should have well, known. Should have yeah, known. Yeah, but I come, it's mostly warm in the rest of the house, but it's always icy cold right here in Daddy's bedroom. Daryl, come on, hey, no, give no, it no, up. No, a serious indicator. Oh, well, we gotta what? set up in there and uh, do a, do an EVP. Oh, what? Uh, well, Earl, that's what's called a, a electronic voice phenomenon. What you do is, is you uh, record in a particular room or environment, and you play it back, determine if it picked up any kind of voices from a paranormal entity. All right. Okay, you're good to go. Uh, I need you guys to call out to him. Hey, Danny. Hey, Daddy, it's it, it, Daryl. Daddy, you here? Daddy, Daddy, it's Earl. Just, you know, give us a sign just so we let us know you're still here with us. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, play it back. See what we got. Hey, Daddy, hey, Daddy, it, it, Daryl. Daddy, you here? Daddy, Daddy, it's Earl. Just, you know, give us a sign. Just so we let us know you're still here with us. Oh man, this is nothing but a sham. I didn't hear nothing in there. Come on now. Now hold on, brother. We got one more test we can do. I can load up this audio and watch it on the uh, the software because it'll show a graph of the sound. And we'll see if there's any anomalies in yeah, there. Yeah, analogies. You gotta look for the analogies, there. Okay, I'm gonna uh, isolate it and amplify it. All right, now let's see what we got here. Daddy, Daddy, Turtle, just you know, give us a sign so we let know you're still here with us. Trying to hear what it was. It could be a message, Daddy. Come on, man. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna isolate it even more, right on the anomaly, then loop it and amplify it some more so there's no doubt what the message was. Hey, Turl. Just, you know. Hey, hey Turl. Wait a minute. Just, yeah. That didn't you know, sound like no hey, one Turl. talking. That sounds like saying, hey, Turl. Yeah. What the hell? I kind of ripped hey, one Turl. at that point. I forgot about that. Hey, <laughs> Just, oh, man. I you know, thought it was a hey, silent Turl. one. But I guess it just, made a little noise you know, that the mic picked hey, up. Hey, Turl. Hey, Turl. Hey, Turl. That's next time on a special Halloween episode of My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Say, friends, you've heard of my Mr. Nelson store at Zezzle.com, and of course, my other Mr. Nelson store at Society6. Yes, yes, plenty of goodies there for you. But now, there's also the Mr. Nelson shop at Teespring. Yes, you can head over to Teespring for the Mr. Nelson shop. And there's plenty of Nelson goodies there, too. So why don't you check out the Mr. Nelson shop or the other stores and have your pick of whatever you want. Yes, three options, just for you.
Hi, this is Mercedes Carrera, and you are listening to the Mr. Nelson Show on RadioMisfits.com. Well, here we are with another edition of the Nelson Ratings. Time to talk about Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, no one's gone. That's that's the title for the uh, mid-season finale, and. Uh, Oh boy, we we learned the fate of Madison, or did we? Yeah, uh, this was a bad, bad episode. I uh, the, the character about the uh, boy, I know it was just uh, 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 a dead weight dragging the whole show down because there were good episodes throughout the season and uh, you know clever little ideas and uh, story structure and whatnot, but not. Not the structure of tell me your story. <laughs> oh, no. That was just awful. Uh, so, uh, so there's the uh, a, a battle back in the, d- the diamond which is overrun with the dead because it all fell to the dead uh, in the past. And, uh, uh, but, but apparently that whole thing was just over a misunderstanding about well, what became of uh, Naomi's last Laura. And, uh, yeah, uh, a bunch of forced conflict that uh, really uh, didn't measure up to credibility. Um, uh, no more than uh, Althea's entire character. <laughs> it's just so bad. So, of course, Althea, uh, turns out, uh, met Madison... But at a much earlier time, you see, uh, we got a bit of an explanation of uh, what happened between the previous season and this one, and how they ended up at the Diamond. Well, uh, of course, they got separated after the events of last uh, season, but all, all they came together, and uh, while Madison was searching for her lost uh, children and friends, she, uh, she encountered Althea. And Althea, uh, tell me your stories. <laughs> After trying to rob Althea, uh, no, uh, she decides to give her an interview. Well, I mean, you know, Althea got the better of her, so she had to. (laughs) Jeez, the Althea character is just so bad. Oh, boy. But, uh, well, it's looking like she's here to stay. Uh, well, uh, so, uh, the diamond battle, uh, where these guys who show up who may or may not be affiliates with the vultures, or it appears, I thought from what I saw of them, uh, they were a different group that were far worse, and really the vultures are no more. And, uh, again, all a misunderstanding, but too late for what's-his-name mail, I guess. Um... So, uh, in the chaos, everybody scattered and escaped, and no one quite knew who, well, what happened. So, uh, Madison ends up uh, having to uh, clear a pathway in the uh, massive amounts of uh, walkers, and she uh, sacrifices herself, apparently. Uh, there's, it's one of those classic things where, uh, you know, oh, did, the Joker died. It was an explosion. There's no way he could have survived. <laughs> And then shows up again later in Batman. So, uh, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, uh, Madison apparently went out in a blaze of glory, and 
the kids there able to escape, um, only for Nick to die later. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, um, that's what happened. And so they're sitting there uh, thinking that Madison died. Uh, meanwhile, they had thought that Laura had died as well. Surprise, she didn't. Uh, Laura was left with nothing and no one, and uh, what's left of the vultures uh, come upon her, and so she ends up with them, because, you know, where else are you going to go? And, uh, but uh, you would think Laura would know more of the story to explain that uh, that wasn't the vultures, but, uh, uh well, whatever. <laughs> um, this was just terrible. This is really bad. So, uh, is Madison dead? Uh, I haven't seen, as I'm taping this, uh, uh, the Talking Dead isn't on yet. So I guess if they do their little goodbye thing, then you know she's really dead. Which is a stupid way uh, of finding out uh, where the story's going. So, uh, if they're going to say, hey, is she? We don't know. Okay, she's still alive. The worst yet out of all of this of how bad this episode was would be that, uh, and this has been theorized before from, you know, other people commenting on Walking Dead, is that Madison, uh, after surviving something like this and believing everyone's gone or whatever, goes nuts and ends up becoming Alpha of the Whisperers and uh, encounters the Walking Dead show proper. Uh, how she ends up all the way over there, well, that's another story, I guess. But uh, that would be just awful. The Whisperers are almost as bad as the Trash Heap people. Uh, yeah, the if you've read the comic book, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, well, I guess you're getting probably a potential spoiler for what The Walking Dead may or may not do at this point. I don't see why bother. But basically, they survived among the dead by making masks and uh, taking the skin of the zombies and making masks out of them and wearing them. Uh, it's similar to the, uh, you know, put, covering yourself in the guts and whatnot, but here they're able to do that and survive amongst the dead without them noticing they're even there. So, uh, yeah, cool tactic, but then the rest of the story is pretty bad. They're weird tribal rules and uh, survival of the fittest type stuff, and it, it's just god awful. And uh, it wouldn't really work because, I, I mean, it was not a direct thing with uh, Alpha and her daughter and everything. So I don't suppose Madison would be doing this with uh, Alicia as it happened in the comic book. So, uh, God, I, I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, but, it, it, you know, uh, at this point, it, it, the franchise is flailing. and uh, But uh, Fear the Walking Dead had better episodes than Walking Dead has had in two years. So, but uh, with stuff like this and Althea and they're, they, they're trying too hard. I mean, the, the past and present uh, story structure was fine, you know, but this unbelievable character who hides behind her camera that still works and uh, goes around doing stories for people and tell me a story, even with people who tried to kill her and all that. It, no, no. And gee, do I want to know Althea's story when we eventually get it? No. No. That would probably be some dumb thing where uh, after she's dead, they find a tape. It says Althea. And they put it on there and she tells her whole story. Oh. Oh. Yeah, is that how it's going to go? Yeah, probably. It, it, unless, of course, she's signed on for 
series regular for or however long they want to do that. I don't care. <laughs> She's a bad character. Now, uh, granted, they could change her into something else and drop this god-awful tell-me-your-story tell business. And uh, maybe it wouldn't be so bad, but... Uh, I it's just it, it's sad because there were good moments through this season. There are even good moments in this episode, but they were few and far between. I mean, even with Althea boasting about her truck, and then Alicia just pulls the door off. <laughs> yeah, it was funny, but not enough to save this thing. And I mean, the the actress they perform as best they can with what they're given, and they do a good job. Uh, they've never had a problem with them. I don't even blame uh, uh, Maggie Grace for the Althea character. This is what she was given to do. And I don't know how else you'd do it to try to make this thing interesting. But it just it's not going to happen. Oh. Oh. So, I mean, if this is the way Madison goes out, boy. <laughs> I, I think I'm done. So... Okay, I decided to wait and watch The Talking Dead, and yes, that was the way Madison goes out. Uh, they confirmed it, she's dead. So, yeah, you need the after show to tell you what happened and confirm it for sure. <laughs> oh, boy. So, goodbye, Walking Dead. Uh, goodbye. How about that comic book, though, huh? No, it's even worse, so... What a sad end to a once great franchise. So, um, rest in peace, Walking Dead. Gee, uh, thanks for watching and listening. Um, uh, why not like and subscribe? <laughs> um, and uh, check out the links uh, below, where you, which will take you to my mini stores that have plenty of goodies just for you. Including uh, artwork uh, inspired by <laughs> The Walking Dead, uh, uh, put on T-shirts and whatnot. So check those out, and come back again. Uh, there will be better videos <laughs> and better topics than this. Again, thank you for watching and listening. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Michigan State University health physicist rapes dog. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. Many people are expressing their shock and outrage over the arrest of a man who worked at the Michigan State University. 51-year-old scientist Joseph Hattie was arrested over allegations that he raped a dog. Hattie, a Michigan State University health physicist, was charged with two counts of bestiality for committing a crime against nature when he sexually abused the animal. Ingham County Animal Control took custody of the Basset Hound while they and the police department are investigating Hattie. Michigan State University said that Hattie was placed on leave after learning about the criminal investigation. They assured the public that Hattie, who is a health physicist with the Environmental Health and Safety Unit, does not work with students, patients, or animals. The dog that was abused did not belong to the university. Well, of course, uh, innocent till proven guilty. So, uh, did he do it? Or are investigators 
barking up the wrong tree. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You ever find yourself breaking into a woman's home just so you can steal her underwear and sniff it? Yeah, chances are you're going to end up in jail, or at the very least slapped with a restraining order. But such are the pitfalls of having an obsession for a woman you can never truly have. But what if it was possible to have your very own replica of said woman in your home that you can order to do whatever you want? Well, now you can with Dr. Ishipupu's Girl of Your Dreams Sex Droid. Yes, I am Dr. Ishipupu. And with my sex droid and the utilization of the latest technology in digital 3D printing, you can now have the girl of your dreams. All you need do is have profile shot and front face frontal shot, and you can provide that simply by stalking, as I know you will do. Once we have that on file, we can produce for you the perfect girl of your dreams. We can even make improvement in bus size and buttocks. She will obey all your commands. Please, please, fuck me in the ass. Please, please, fuck me in the ass. <laughs> Guaranteed to feel like a woman. Not that you would know. <laughs> Hurry now and order your girl of your dreams. Yes, operators are standing by for Dr. Ishipupu's girl of your dreams sex droid. Don't delay. Order today. Warning, sex droids can result in castration. If this happens to you, you have been warned, and therefore we are not held liable. Once the transition clears, we wipe our ass of you. Say, friends, want to watch a movie with your old pal, Mr. Nelson? Well, you can. Or, well, you can have the experience. All you gotta do is head over to cellfi.com slash Nelson and download one of the films that I've given my poor man's Mystery Science Theater treatment to. Such films like... Moon of the Wolf. It stars David Jansen of the fugitive fame, who plays a Louisiana sheriff that while investigating the grisly murder of a young woman ostensibly by a pack of wild dogs, romances the aging town slut. Later on, a werewolf is overwhelmed by the sheriff's rancid flatulence. Also a part of this package deal, Flash Gordon attempts to rescue Dr. Zarkov, but the doctor would rather stay as Ming's prisoner while wearing a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and download this little treasure for only a buck seventy-five. Be there now. Hey motherfucker, you're listening to Pat Nixon on the Mr. Nelson Show on RadioMisfits.com. Motherfucker. Well, here's a little interesting tidbit. Uh, apparently, Dark Universe isn't dead. This was the Universal Pictures attempt at creating a cinematic universe with the old uh, Universal Monsters uh, being brought back in a new form to flesh out this universe. Now, they had attempted this with a movie called Dracula Untold, I believe, but it bombed, and so those plans were scrapped, so they started over and then brought out the Tom Cruise picture, The Mummy. 
But that one bombed too. It's not a. I, I didn't see the Dracula one. The Mummy one I did see. It's not. It's not a bad movie per se. It's just not that interesting. <laughs> and it wasn't anything that was going to be a vehicle to launch uh, this uh, franchise. Uh, I mean, uh, part of the problem is they rushed it out, and this is the Dark Universe, and it's already established and anything. It's not like it's sort of uh, fed out to you where you figure out that, oh, boy, this leads to something else and all that. Uh, the story certainly within it uh, would reveal it where Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde appear in this uh, mummy movie. Uh, but basically, it's the same story you got from the 90s picture where they, oh, they stumble upon the mummy and, oh, it's terrible. This time it's a woman, but nevertheless, uh, super powerful and all this stuff, and it's all terrible. Uh, and, of course, uh, the initial premise was that, oh, we're going we're gonna to push more for an action-adventure type stories rather than uh, just uh, horror movies where you're fighting a monster, uh, which, which means they wanted to copy Marvel a little too much. The idea that Marvel presented with its success of this expanded universe and all these movies are connected to where it's like a television series on the movie screen is, is fine. In fact, I'm intrigued by that, but I'm intrigued by it to expand to other genres, not just the superheroes. I think the... Uh, the only one that should have been successful was the DC characters, but, well, <laughs> so far they've stumbled. But nevertheless, uh, it would be interesting to see other things. Of course, there's Star Wars, and, boy, <laughs> they're stumbling. <laughs> but to see other genres. So here you would have horror, and I thought it should have pursued that more. Now, in The Mummy, it's clear uh, she's a monster, and, uh, gee, uh, Tom Cruise has to try to uh, overcome it. In the end, though, uh, spoiler, uh, Tom Cruise kind of becomes the mummy in the sense that uh, he becomes possessed by the spirit of an ancient uh, Egyptian god of the dead uh, type entity, but he's able to keep it under control, and it kind of leaves it hanging there where he and his friend are traveling the desert seeking answers, I suppose. Uh, his friend, who he raised from the dead, <laughs> he now has these mummy powers and goes forward. So that kind of sets it up. Oh, will Tom Cruise become this heroic character throughout whatever story the Dark Universe was supposed to head to? Uh, but uh, the problem was, did I really care to see what becomes of him? No, not really. <laughs> and so that was the failure uh, of the story. Another thing was that I thought it, it, with the feeling and uh, using the brand of the uh, classic old uh, monster movies was to go ahead and set them in the period pieces that the movies were. Uh, the only one that wasn't much of a period piece was The Creature from the Black Lagoon, which would be the one that I suppose they could set in contemporary times. I mean, by now, of course, it seems old because it was set in the 50s, but that was the time <laughs> the movie was made. Uh, but the others, it you know, it just had that old European feel to the stories of uh, Frankenstein and Dracula and all that. And uh, it probably should have looked into that and, uh, and emphasized more horror and monsters and that sort of thing. Uh, but, well... Uh, it is what it is. But after the the failure of The Mummy, it figured, oh boy, oh boy, lots of stuff was scrapped. It was supposed, supposed to be followed up with Bride of Frankenstein, 
and I believe Angelina Jolie was attached to that. And then all of a sudden they said, well, we're putting it on hold. Uh, boy, we don't know what to do. But all of a sudden, uh, an artist on Instagram uh, posted that he had a great meeting this morning with the amazing Dark Universe team. And he thanked the Universal Executive Holly Goline and Crash. <laughs> I guess it's, what is it, a catering company? I don't know. For the hospitality. Looking forward to contributing to the Universal Pictures legacy with my work. Monster things in the works. Stay tuned. So, and this guy's name was uh, Vargas or something. I, I'm not familiar with him. But anyway, so that's the deal. He's working on a movie. And uh, is this is an article I'm reading from Cosmic Book News where they say it's possible that the Dark Universe movie has been given a release date, which will be this Blumhouse Productions film. Uh, last year, saw producer Jason Blum express interest in tackling a low-budget entry into the new connected monster universe. So that would be interesting as they would uh, uh, keep it low-budget because a horror movie, uh, more times than not, it doesn't necessarily need to be a giant special effects fest uh, when you're achieving horror. Uh, a lot of clever camera work and whatnot can achieve it just as well. So depending on what it is, is this Bride of Frankenstein? I don't know. Is it you know Creature from the Black Lagoon? Uh, whichever one it is, uh, it could be done a lot cheaper <laughs> than the uh, the Mummy was. And whether or not the Mummy would still be a part of it, I don't know. This might be yet another attempt that this movie will be the tentpole going forward. But it all remains unknown so uh, we'll have to wait and see won't that just be fascinating well <laughs> so I guess I, I've heard I keep hearing someone said you know there was another movie they tried besides Mummy and Dracula but uh, I don't I, I can't recall it at the moment so let's just say this will be the third one for the purposes of Dark Universe hopefully third time will be the charm <laughs> so best of luck to them but again don't try to turn them into superheroes keep them monsters go for horror and of course horror movies like I said uh, are more suited to the low budget fare uh, if you want to start there and if they become successful you make some more money back you can go into more uh, uh, special effects and whatnot and uh, more challenging uh, films so uh, that's interesting so dark universe not dead perhaps undead <laughs> however you want to put it so a little tidbit there to uh, look forward to because uh, I I'm still intrigued by uh, expanded universes and so I'd like to see them succeed rather than constantly seeing all these failures except only Marvel uh, making it so so anyway I'll keep an eye on that uh, thanks for watching and listening why not like and subscribe and uh, check out the link description below for the links to my podcast, Mr. Nelson Show on RadioMisfits.com. New episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And uh, also check out the links to my mini stores that have tons of goodies for you. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Woman brings brownies laced with laxatives to work. As a goodbye present for co-workers she did not like. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A woman wanted to get revenge and hurt her co-worker during a goodbye party before that worker left the company. However, the plan backfired as she was fired from her job as a result. 
please recall to MMI Engineered Solutions at 1715 Woodland Drive in Saline, Michigan, after the company received a tip from someone claiming that their worker tainted the food she took to work for the upcoming party. The tipster said that the 47-year-old woman, who has not been identified publicly, placed laxatives in brownies that she was going to serve at the goodbye party for another worker, Police Chief Jared Hart said. The company intervened, confiscated the suspect's brownies, and called the police before the treats could be served, Hart added. When interviewed by the police, the 47-year-old woman initially denied having used laxatives in the brownies. However, when she was informed that the brownies would be subjected to forensic testing, she admitted that she used laxatives in the brownies. There has been some tension between the retiring employee and the 47-year-old woman. The nature of their dispute was not made public. Although the woman admitted to tampering with the brownies, Hart said no charges will be filed because no one consumed the food. Whew, thank goodness. Those brownies could have made a huge brown mess. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.